From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Tuesday, November 15th. What would you like to see at the former Atlas Uranium mill site? A park, an arts and events center, or something else? These are the questions that Grand County's Site Futures Committee wants to answer as they update a vision for the 480-acre parcel that's currently being cleaned of uranium tailings. The site is just north of Moab, right on the banks of the Colorado River. This is the gateway to our town. We want our community to look back on this and say, I was a part of that. Mayor Joette Langanese has been involved in the politics around the pile since she served as a county council member over two decades ago. And throughout the years, she's lobbied federal lawmakers for adequate funding to clean up the 16 million tons of uranium tailings on the site. She says that's where having a community-based vision for the area first came in handy. We were going back to Washington to lobby for the funding. And when we would go back there, they're like, well, why do you need it move so fast? And our argument was because we have plans and we want to see... We want to see that site used in an appropriate fashion that's going to complement our town. So the primary reason to get it started was to lobby for money. But now we're at the point where we got the money, I guess is, is the, the best way to put it. It worked. And now we, now it's for real. A community vision for the old mill site has to be updated every five years. And with the tailings pile getting smaller and smaller, it makes this year's process a little more exciting. The 2018 community vision included a large park with a significant trail system, an amphitheater, and transit hub. Here's Russ Von Koch, chair of the Site Futures Committee, talking about that last visioning process. People wanted to see uses and facilities that would benefit people who live here and not have it exclusively for tourism on itself. And the committee has a real example of what that could look like. Las Colonias Park in Grand Junction, Colorado, has a bike trail, playground, and amphitheater built at the site of an old uranium mill. But the process to get those locally focused facilities there took decades. I mean, right now we're developing what we'd like to see, but then we also have to have the conversation is how are we going to get there? That's because Moab City and Grand County are not guaranteed to get ownership over the site once the tailings pile is gone and the area fully remediated. It's currently owned by the Department of Energy, and it could take an act of Congress to transfer the parcel. Local leaders are starting those conversations now. Well, we do know that we would like that piece of property to remain in local hands. So we'll be working with our federal delegation on that. Um, who gets who ends up with it? Of course, the city and the county have the, the most buy-in because we've worked so hard on it. But there is a process that's involved to get it to us. And so we need to start working on that now. Langanese says whatever the future of the old mill site, the community should have a say in it. Again, she says, We want to make sure whatever ends up there is something that our community can be proud of and they can say we were a part of that. There's an open house on the 2023 Community Vision Update this Wednesday at Moab City Hall from 6 to 8 p.m. And an online survey is available now to submit comments on what you'd like to see for the north end of Moab. Find that survey and more information at GrandCountyConnects.com. Utah is looking at what conservation measures might help to stop and even reverse the Great Salt Lake's decline. For lessons on how to do it, the state might take a page from its neighbor to the west. Rob Winder, with our partners at KUER, has more. 
Southern Nevada residents face strict restrictions on watering their yards, and that water should never reach the gutter. When residents violate these rules, they can count on a visit from a water waste investigator like Salvador Polanco Gamez. He told Fox 13 News that first-time violators often get off without a warning. But repeat offenders can be fined as much as $5,000. It's every day there's water waste. Um, you know, we see it. Um, some people do, some people don't. Uh, it, you know, it's, it's still ongoing. Um, you know, we're trying to get it to completely stop, but, you know, we're doing every effort we possibly can. These investigators are just one of a number of conservation measures implemented by the Southern Nevada Water Authority. Nevada Governor Steve Sisolak says his state can serve as a model for water conservation. I think that uh, we set the bar pretty high and hopefully other states will look at some of the progress that we've made and the protocols that we've implemented. Since 2002, water use in southern Nevada has dropped by 26 percent, even as its population has grown. Rob Winder, KUER News. The story comes from our partners at KUER. The Marshall Fire in Boulder County, Colorado, was the most destructive in the state's history. It destroyed more than 1,000 homes in 2021, and recovery has been ongoing. Now, as John Kellen with our partners at KGNU reports, resources to help people have been centralized in a brand new location. Hi, folks. Can you hear me? Thank you so much for being here. Ben Edelstein is co-chair of Marshall Restoring Our Community, MROC for short, and he was speaking at the opening of the Marshall Fire Recovery Center in Louisville. MROC was established early this year in the wake of the devastating wildfire that swept through parts of Boulder County in late 2021. It's a coalition of organizations working to help everyone affected. So the primary function of the center is to give a space for the families um, uh, that are working through the recovery uh, to come and meet with um, recovery navigators uh, through the recovery navigation program. Eight of these recovery navigators will help guide people through the process of rebuilding and healing. It's intended for folks to, you know, not just meet with um, people that are helping with, uh, with their recovery, but also others, you know, as a gathering place for community members um, to get together and you know, share their stories and share their resources. Part of every recovery is a, is a gathering place, a place where people can come to learn, gather information, heal, meet with their recovery navigators to um, file their claims and, and hopefully receive funding and support that they need. Lisa Rice is another of MROC's seven board members. She says that before the opening of the new Louisville Center, they operated out of several temporary spaces. We were meeting at the old Nordstrom building at the mall for a while, the first couple of months. Um, that was the donation site uh, right after the fires. And then we have been meeting at the Ascent Church, also in Louisville. The Marshall Fire Recovery Center is also meant to be a gathering place for groups and individuals to meet and talk about what they're going through. Our mental health support system will also be here um, throughout the days. So if people need that extra support, which we found um, has been very utilized over this process the last 10 months. Um, so we want to make sure that there's a space for all of those things. Grant McCurry, who also serves on MROC's board, said they've received funding from different organizations most recently from the Center for Disaster Philanthropy. They gave us a really nice grant 
um, that will help fund this through 2023. We're hopeful that we can get most of the um, issues settled by then with the recovery navigators. With the magnitude of the disaster, the demand for services has been nearly overwhelming. McCurry says the new center should help alleviate that. There was such an, a volume of incoming calls that the recovery navigators were having trouble getting back to the people. We're hopeful that that is better now. The Marshall Fire Recovery Center is planning a series of commemorative events through the entire month of December, leading to the first anniversary on December 30th. I'm John Kellen. That story from KGNU was shared with us via Rocky Mountain Community Radio, a network of public media stations in Colorado, Wyoming, New Mexico, and Utah, including KZMU. And that's the KZMU News for Tuesday, November 15th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.